Edmonton Sports Radio, Team 1260. Now, the Mark Spector Show on Edmonton Sports Radio, Team 1260. Afternoon, Mark Spector Show. How's it going? Oh, we eagerly anticipate the start of the NHL season. Lots of cuts coming in from around the league. Let's see what is made all there. Ryan Jones made uh, waivers. He'll be on his way to OKC. Uh, he won't be liking that much. But you know, this is good news for the Edmonton Orders. Matt Wanick and I were chatting. When's the last time the Orders had a true, real NHL player in Oklahoma City? A guy that you're calling up, a guy that's been an NHL player for a while, that's a, that's a legit. That it doesn't come up to the big team with wide eyes and scared you-know-what, right? When's the last time they had that? Was it, was it, I mean, they had Brett Clark in the minors last year, but he wasn't even on his property. He was an OKC signing. You know, was it Sheldon Surrey when they sent him back to Hershey, down to Hershey? He was still on his property. They theoretically could have called him up. When's the last time the Oilers had a guy like Ryan Jones isn't a great player. No one's saying he is. But I'll tell you, if you call him up in a pinch, he knows what to do in an NHL game. And maybe that's what he needs is to get down there. He's got to find his game. He just has to find his game because right now it is dreadfully lost. And maybe OKC is the place for that. I guess maybe Josh Green yeah, would be the only sure, guy. That's a name. That's the only one I could really think of. You know, he'd come up. If he's played in the NHL, won't be too in awe of where he's at. Right. That's a, that's a thought. Sure. Josh Green, who's a you know a solid guy, but about a fifth liner in the NHL. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more. Brian Jones, a better NHL player. NHL crews over, sort of. So he's been in the AHL, and right. that's maybe it. But yeah, nobody so, that's actually you know you, I, nobody else I could think of. That's depth, right? That's what you call having a little bit of depth in your organization. So that's good. In that respect, I mean, you could say they brought in uh, Yessi Yoenzu, and he basically took uh, a job that Ryan Jones was counting on having. So now you got Ryan Jones in the minors. So that's not bad. A few pieces of uh, Calgary Flames make, making uh, waiting to make their final cuts today. We're not sure uh, when that might happen. However, uh, what do we have here? I've got the uh, Derek Steppen signs with the Rangers. Does a $2 million deal worth, in total, 6.15. So just over $3 million a year is AAV on Derek Steppen. I believe he is the last notable holdout uh, contract in the league. Cody Franson signed with the Toronto Maple Leafs this morning. Uh, I've got to find the numbers on that. I do have them somewhere on this thing. Habs cut eight players. They did not cut uh, a couple of the guys we talked about in the show yesterday with Mark Defoix. Uh, they did not cut Jared Tenori. Tenorti, the defenseman, is still on the team. And they did not cut uh, Michael Borneval. He is still on the team. So those are the two guys that uh, our, uh, Mark Defois said had a good chance of making that Habs team. Uh, I know there's a lot of Habs fans out there, so I'll, I'll read you the email that I received. Forwards Michael Blunden, Martin St. Pierre, Christian Thomas, that is a Stumpy Thomas's boy, Nick Tarnaski, and Patrick Holland, plus defenseman Magnus uh, Nigren, 
Darren Dietz, and Greg Patteron of all being aside to the Hamilton Bulldogs. So there's your cuts for the Habs, for you Habs fans out there. Franzen was a one-year, two-mil deal. One-year, two-mil? Thank you very much. So, one-year, two-mil. So they basically said, let's get a deal done and get you in the lineup and we'll figure out something later. I'm not sure how long a life Franzen has on that uh, on that team, but I guess we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, Franzen's not, not a bad defenseman, and he's basically now in a contract year again. So I think what you can say is they're probably going to get the most out of him. Yeah, he has arbitration next year. Arbitration rights. That's what at least wanted two years to avoid arbitration. Mm. And they settled on one year still. Right. So nonetheless, um, everyone will have to be down to the rosters by the end of the weekend. A lot of teams doing it already. Calgary played their last game, uh, preseason game last night. They lost in overtime to Phoenix. And I think they're, you know, I, I, they're going to make their, I believe, their final cuts today. I think it'll be an interesting tell. Uh, I was on Twitter with some uh, readers earlier i think it'll be an interesting tell because you know do they keep a sean monahan do they send him back Sven berchi didn't have a great camp down there does he make the team or go to abbotsford uh, you know how do you do this thing like you're starting a rebuild here do you do it with sean monahan you put him on the team no matter what or do you say you know a year you're you're maybe you're not ready and this team isn't very good get back to junior we don't need you for a year i'll be interested to see how they handle that got eskimos game in town this weekend as well matawanak are you uh any chance you make it to the stadium on Saturday night? I actually have other uh, going to a wedding. Going to so a I wedding? Be well, congratulations. I didn't get an invite. No. No. No, you didn't. <laughs> I, I, it, it, we're just a host and a producer, Spec. We're not friends outside of this. <laughs> Let's make that clear. <laughs> we put on a brave face during noon to two. Yes. But once this is over, you're gone, and I don't even say bye. <laughs> I know. It's true. Matter of fact. <laughs> uh, Eskimos play Toronto. That's a seven o'clock game Saturday night. We will go to Jerry Mudajon from the Eminent Sun uh, in the next segment, and we'll talk a little bit about that game. Uh, I wonder if it's really prove it time for the Eskimos. Okay, you won a couple games against Winnipeg. Great. Now you have a home game against a decent team, one without Ricky Ray at quarterback. So they immediately become beatable because they're playing a backup quarterback. Is this where we? Do we take the Eskimos seriously if they can win this game, Matt? Well, you got to start putting them in the conversation for making a playoff spot at that point. Because then next week they get the Montreal Alouettes, who probably won't again have Anthony Calvillo. And there's another backup quarterback. And if you can win the next two games. Both home games. Both home games. Uh, Montreal, one of the teams you're trying to catch. That's, you know, even if you just, let's just start with this weekend. You win this weekend. That's three in a row. Yes, and you've now been a good team. You know, maybe they don't have Ricky Ray, but this team has won without Ricky Ray as their starting quarterback. So if you could pull off this win, it's sort of a whole new season going down the last however many games there are. Well, they're in the hunt, particularly if Montreal gets a loss this weekend. Uh, then all of a sudden you're tied. Yeah, they have to beat, remember, uh, they have to finish a point ahead of Montreal in the East to claim that crossover. The tie goes to the Eastern team. So and Edmonton, they're three points back then. Oh, they're three points spot. back now. Oh, three points back, not now. Right now. Yeah, they're, they're two points back. Two points back. But you you know, you can tie in this league. Right. You can tie in this league. Game tonight, Thursday night football, uh, is San Francisco-St. Louis. And actually, Maddie, those two teams played pretty good football games against each other last yeah, year. Yeah, I remember both of them. Uh, the first one, they tied in San Francisco last year. 
in a close and game. And the rare tie. The very rare tie, obviously a close game. Uh, and then it later, a couple of weeks later, they were in St. Louis. And the Rams won on like a last-second field goal in overtime. In overtime. And had they missed that kick, it would have been two ties. So you bet the tie is what you're telling me tonight. I'm just betting that's going to be a close game. Yeah, bet the tie. So that's a football game tonight. The Oilers go tomorrow night in Oklahoma City. They're all down yeah. there. They flew down yesterday, the Edmonton Oilers, down to OKC, where they are um, doing the school visits and the corporate stuff. It's really f- on behalf of the OKC franchise. They're playing the Dallas Stars there Friday night. The Edmonton Oilers will. And in the meantime, they're uh, spreading the love and uh, trying to sell some corporate goodwill as well down in OKC, where they really struggle for fans down there. You know, they really struggle to get that building full. It's not been a successful uh, venture attendance-wise down there. It's got to be said. Uh, lots of 2,500-seater nights down there. So uh, good for the orders to play a game down there and, and to come in a couple of days early and, you know, help out the farm team, right? The healthier the farm team is, the better every, everything is for everybody. A uh, couple of stories from around the league. This interesting one, uh, it looks like it's a... Bruce Garriock story, of course, he's a fine writer from the Ottawa Sun. And he's spoken to a couple of coaches. Of course, Ron Rolston of the Buffalo Sabres gets a fine for uh, putting on John Scott uh, at the faceoff. He gets fined basically for playing a player out of his, his 18 skaters for putting him on the ice at a certain time. He's fined for player selection. So one coach contacted uh, by the Ottawa Sun was fuming over the decision to find Rolston. Quote, so what am I supposed to do now? Do I call the ref over and call timeout so I can call Cole and Campbell and ask him who I can put on the ice? What's Dallas Aikens going to do? He's got Steve McIntyre. Can he now, does he now have to worry about when he plays him because he might get a fine? Another coach said, what Rolston did was pretty much what a lot of us would have done in those circumstances. Now the league's going to tell us who we can and can't put on the ice? I have no problem with discipline for our actions, but dictating player selection crosses a line in my mind. Listen to this coach, another coach talking. If I'm in that kind of situation and I don't put a guy out there to protect my players, the guys on the bench are going to look at me and say to themselves, what's this guy doing? My manager's going to ask me why I'm not protecting my players, and the owner's going to ask my manager why I'm not protecting my players. Next thing you know, those guys are going to decide they're going to get somebody who's going to protect their players. So Ron Rolston gets fined for using a player in his roster, basically. The NHL has dropped the ball the entire way with that. You know, with the Kessel, you know, suspending him for three preseason games where he gets nothing, and then Rolston getting fined there. And it brings up a good point. Why why can't he put John Scott out there? If he's allowed to put John Scott on his roster to start the game, shouldn't he be able to use him at any point? No like kidding. That's the, like what? So is there going to be a list sent to the coach saying this player can only play in these type of situations? If you play him in these ones, he's going to get suspended. Like, well, particularly after the Toronto player uh, broke the jaw of Corey Trop for the Buffalo Sabers and concussed him, and was a bigger, stronger player who went out and fought uh, a smaller buff, not a really small guy, but a, a guy underneath his weight class and beat the heck right out of him. Any coach with John Scott in his bench is putting him out the next shift. That's just the way it works. So, anyhow, I don't, I don't really get it. 
it has to be uh, – my question is, what what happens with Dallas Akins? How does this – if you've got Steve McIntyre on your bench, it's the same thing, right? You've got Steve McIntyre on your bench. Uh, you know, when are you going to use him, right? Are you not going to use him the next – I mean, if, if you have the guy, are you not going to use him the next shift after Dale Weiss, Chicken Wings, Taylor Hall? I think you are. Are you not going to get him out in the ice as fast as you can after Zach Cassian slashes Sam Gagne in the face and breaks his jaw? If you're not putting him on the ice then, you're never putting him on the ice, right? Like, what, are you going to play him in your power play? You're not playing him on your power play. You know, you're not killing penalties with him. So that is a, you know, there's a lot of coaches. What about Bob Hartley in Calgary? When else is he going to use McGratton other than when someone takes a liberty with Sven Barchi or Mike Camilleri? Well, then maybe this is the way of the NHL taking out the goon out of the NHL. Yeah, you can dress him, but if you play him in certain situations where you're going to use him as a goon type thing, you're going to get fined. And maybe that starts eliminating the need for these guys and the coach is not using them. Well, I'll tell you. And not putting them on their roster. Maybe that's what the NHL is trying to gain out of this. I'd like to think we don't need those guys. I'd like to think that the game moves on. You've seen what's happened. We have a perfect Petri dish here in Edmonton for what happens when you remove toughness from a lineup when you take out the fear factor. We've been watching it for five years. Teams come in and take cheap, crappy liberties, dirty plays on your team. You know? Who was it that stuck the elbow out on Hemsky uh, and gave him the concussion that one time? I forget who it was. I can't get my texting up here, folks, because my Internet's not working. Otherwise, you'd be able to tell me. Uh, you know, you get the deal, Dale Weiss skating around doing whatever he wants to your star, right? You get Robin Regeer running Hamsky head first into the boards almost every night because he can. Like, if you think the solution is to take fighting out, you're going to see that times 10. Zach Cassian, you think that if the orders have even less threat in their lineup and less toughness, that he's not 10 times more likely to slash Sam Gagne in the head? Go watch the Golden Bears play. You know, there's vicious hockey down there sometimes. It's great. I love the team, and I would love going, and I'd take my family. But I'll tell you what, they haven't had fighting in that league for 20-some years, and watching them play the Orders the other day, some of those little Golden Bears who can skate and really play, they are vicious with their sticks. I mean vicious out there. Because what's going to happen to them? Nothing's going to happen. No one's ever going to fight them. There's no fighting allowed. So personally, I'd rather see a fight than what I saw from Zach Cassian. Personally, I'd rather see a fight than what I saw from Dale Wise hitting, you know, potentially concussing Taylor Hall for a lengthy time. I'd way rather see a fight than that, wouldn't you? Yeah, but the goon part, this is where I'm looking at from a league perspective maybe, is that you could still have fighting, you just don't need goons. How many times do we see the stage fights, like or when that Rangers-Devils game happened where there was the five fights to start the game? Is there a place for that in hockey? No, there isn't. So and that that maybe that's just how the league is trying to get the goon part out of it, but not eliminating fighting from the game. Saying you can still get guys who can still fight. Uh, George Paris, who, who you can still play George George Paris. You know, he's not a liability completely on the ice. What does Steve McIntyre give you on the ice? Nothing. Well, exactly. So maybe that's just what the league's trying to do with this is get the goons out of it. But if you still want to fight, if you want to be a Mike Brown, let Mike Brown still fight people. Well, did Mike Brown was on the ice when, you know, the problem is you, then you need to just like, where are we going with this? Right? So if you have Sean Thornton, is Sean Thornton going to stop Dale Weiss from sticking out his shoulder on Taylor Hall's head? Is he scared of Sean Thornton? Do we need to check every time? Do we have a guy you're scared of here? Like, what are you telling me? You can have Sean Thornton. You can have, 
Uh, Dale Weiss. Those guys are okay, but Steve McIntyre's not. Is Dale Weiss a good player? He's a fourth-line banger. He's okay. Right? But seriously? Like, oh, now is that what you're telling me? Is I can only have, you can have fighting, but you can only have the fighters that we want you to have? Like, I, I don't buy it. Well, yeah, they're trying to say we don't want these stage fights and we don't want these big goons just running around. Don't need a stage fight. It's not a stage but fight that's generally when Zach Cassian breaks no. your second-line center's jaw and someone goes out and beats the crap out of him. That's not a stage fight at all. No, right? but they, they, I think they're just trying to take away the goon part of that. Then. Well. Where then the next shift, it's a Steve McIntyre is not coming over the board just to pound somebody. Okay, fair but. enough. But, I, I mean, this is my what we're seeing so far. This isn't my opinion. To me, this is historical fact. When you when you relieve a, one team of the threat of someone coming over and punching them in the nose, the stick work and the broken jaws go up. There are more concussions. There are more headshots because they are there are no no one's taking them to task. So if you're telling me I can only have a guy that weighs 220 but not 225, well, I guess we can have that conversation. But my point is, guys like Steve McIntyre don't increase fighting because no one fights them. But I I believe, and some people won't agree with me. I believe they will cut down on crappy, cheap, dumb plays that have nothing to do with the game, like Zach Cassian's play, right? Just by Steve McIntyre sitting on the bench, Zach Cassian will think twice before he does that. That's just my thought. Take a break in the show. We come back, we're going to talk football. Jerry Murajong, Edmonton Sun, next here on the Mark Spector Show. This is Eric Thomas coming up next time on Raceline Radio, brought to you by WD-40. We finally get to a couple of guys we had to bump ahead on the schedule. Going to reconnect with back-to-back and now nine-time Canadian Superbike motorcycle racing champion Jordan Zoke, Canada's premier rider. Also get to Inside Track Motorsport News F1 specialist Russ Bond. Is Sebastian Vettel good for a fourth straight world driving championship? And we scan a few more of your entries in our totally decent Tissot Raceline email bag contest. Raceline Radio, Wednesday evenings at 8 on Edmonton Sports Radio, Team 1260. Concordia University College of Alberta, take one. Concordia University College of Alberta. Get your degree in arts, science, management, or an after degree in education or environmental health. Apply now. Uh, nice. Okay, can you give me a couple different versions of the last line there? Uh, okay, sure. Apply now. Apply now. Great! It's a great time to apply! Concordia University College of Alberta. Apply now or get more information at concordia.ab.ca. I love this job. Me too. Does everyone love their jobs as much as we do? Well, it depends. On what? Two things. Name them. People love their jobs when what their company says is a reflection of who they really are. Well, we say that we sell more beautiful diamonds than anyone else and for lower prices. Is it true? Absolutely. That's who we are. What's the second thing? People love their jobs when they feel that what their company does makes a difference in the happiness of others. We definitely do that. Happiness, happiness, happiness. I'm in favor of it. Me too. Happiness for everyone. Raise your hand. Okay. But why are we raising our hands? We just took a vote and it was unanimous. What did we vote on? Happiness for everyone. Happiness for everyone. Spence. Woo! At Westgate Center beside West Edmonton Mall. We here at the Edmonton Municipal Hockey League understand that hockey isn't the most important thing in your life. However, we also understand that you're just saying that because your better half is sitting right beside you. It's back! 
Winter hockey with the Edmonton Municipal Hockey League. Men's League, co-ed, St. Albert. Join as a team or as an individual. Sponsor limited and fill up fast. So register now, like right now, at emhl.ca. Need to get that rate in shape fast? Tired of carrying the weight of Prime plus 1% on your home equity credit line? Well, now's your chance. When I switched from my old bank to RBC Royal Bank, I instantly lost a half percent. That half percent is always the hardest to lose. Stop paying Prime plus 1% at your bank. Switch to the RBC Home Line Plan credit line at Prime plus a half percent and save. Contact an RBC mortgage specialist today. RBC Royal Bank. Advice you can bank on. Prime rate as of March 18, 2013 is 3%. Right now, you can get 15 cans or 12 bottles of Miller Genuine Draft for a great price. Choosing premium beer for a great value? Smart. So smart, you might find yourself making other fiscally wise decisions, like taking an important first step toward early retirement. Or the next time you're out with a guy saying, hey guys, don't worry, I got this. Part of the tip. You can get 15 cans or 12 bottles of smooth tasting MGD for a great price. It's a smart thing to do at participating stores while supplies last. Smart. Sherwood Park Toyota Scion. Life is full of choices. Let us be yours. Why is this the dealership's mission statement? Not only for our customers, but also for our staff. We're fortunate enough to live in a place where people have choice in what they believe in, what they buy, and where they buy it. And that's great. It means that we need to work harder and compete for our staff. And believe you me, we compete hard to have the amazing staff that we do. We also need to compete for your business. We need to earn it with great service, great people, large selection, and great promotions, like our current 2000. 2013 factory event. We've started clearing out the 2013s with rates as low as 0% over 84 months and rebates up to $8,000. We built a large dealership on a large piece of land to carry more inventory so you can see all the models and colors in one place. It's convenient and it saves you time. And this month, we're open Sundays and extended hours for your convenience. Bottom line is, you have choices. Give me and my team the opportunity to earn your business. Short Park Toyota Scion. Life is full of choices. Let us be yours. It's not just spy versus spy anymore. Tuesday. The whole world's in on the action. CTV is the only place to be with the epic Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's a hand-picked team, and yes, they're that good. New back-to-back -back comedies. I raised the moron. The Goldbergs and Trophy Wife. I have no idea what I'm doing. And the hit show, Person of Interest. This is what you expected. Four hot shows on one big new night. We're in a position to do some good. Starts Tuesday on CTV. Get in touch with Spec now at 444-1260 or email Mark Spector at theteam1260.com. I, I didn't plan yeah. it. Enter Sandman. Really? It's Mariana Rivera's pos last possible. I know. He's going to walk through tonight. the door. Is that the big surprise? I wish. I'm waiting for him to walk through the door. That'll be one of my biggest regrets in sports, is never seeing Rivera close out a game with Enter Sandman playing. Really? I, I think that'll be one of my biggest just... I got to see him. I got to see him close a World Series one time. And a couple of World Series games in Yankee Stadium is pretty awesome. When he comes in, that place gets... You can just feel that. 
energy in the building, man. You just know, you know, the game's over. Yeah, when this he guy's comes gonna in finish it. and it's a big game, they're playing the Phillies or they're playing, I got an Atlanta World Series there. And when he comes in, man, it's just, and you know what's worse? The guys on the other bench know it too. Oh, damn. Here comes Rivera. I think we're going to lose. <laughs> Not many times does it happen. <laughs> you know, it used to be that way with uh, a few guys. Remember Goose Gossage was like that. Got to see him close out a couple games in California, one series. And it's the same thing. He just came in and. The other team knew they couldn't hit him, man. They just could not hit him, and they weren't going to hit him. And we have to go up to the plate for these last couple outs, but we're probably going to lose. 12-24 in Edmonton. I got a couple tea times out of Cardiff on Saturday afternoon. My friend, uh, What's the? am I going to have some nice weather? Uh, well, Saturday it's supposed to be a mix of sun and cloud, uh, 14 degrees. Sunday, sunny and 16 degrees. As for today, uh, we're looking for a high of 12 degrees. Right now it's 10 degrees. Uh, tonight... A low of minus one. Yeah. Bring in those fake flowers, Shelka. <laughs> hey, Jerry Motajong, fresh from taking a healthy run at the Eskimos GM today in the Edmonton Sun. You got to read it. Sports 2, Edmonton Sun. Out of baby. Big G's rant. How's it going? Pretty good, Mark Specker. How are you? I like to see a local sports writer take the local management to task once in a while. So give us the 411. Uh, you, did, you, you didn't think it made a lot of sense for Ed Hervey to publicly berate Simeon Rotier and then put him on the trade block? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> just, the, the order just seems strange to me as all. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I guess let me play devil's advocate. Any team that's thinking of accepting Simeon Rotier in a trade would have been watching film. Uh, could Ed Hervey have possibly done more damage to the Simeon Rotier market than game film did? Well, I, I mean, he certainly couldn't have been helping his own situation, right? I mean, uh, you put your used car up for sale. Uh, you, you're probably not going to be as maybe uh, honest or, or wide open or forthcoming as uh, as Ed was uh, talking about his, uh, you know, a pretty valuable asset. You're talking about a, a former first round over or you know, first overall traffic and, and things like that. And, uh, it just uh, the whole thing seems strange. I mean, you don't really see that a lot uh, in in pro sports. Never mind the CFL. No, you don't for sure. Jerry Mutajohn from the Edmonton Sun with us. Is is I mean, Simeon Rotier is exactly that. He's a he's a high high draft pick. He's a Canadian offensive lineman. He's got size. He's got experience. He's a local kid. I think he's a Westlock boy, isn't he? Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, why is is he is his game deteriorated beyond repair is is there a reclamation of Simeon Rotier for the Eskimos well it, it certainly didn't help and Cavis Reed brought it up in the scrum yesterday that uh you know when his well publicized run in with Khalif Mitchell uh, last year the whole uh, armbar incident that was captured on uh, on film and everything it, it i mean sure that took a physical toll on him and, and he had to bounce back from that over the season and over the off season but uh, you know apparently it sounds like there's a bit of a a mental toll there as well, but I wouldn't think it's anything irreparable. Um, I think uh, maybe uh, from Ed's perspective, and I don't know because I, I, it's real tough to get a sit down with uh, with the Eskimos GM here. Um, but uh, apparently, it's you know maybe even a bang for the buck scenario going on where uh, you know what, what he's getting out of them, what what the team is getting out of them is is just maybe not uh, not worth it in, in the GM's eyes. Well, it's a good question, and and let's talk about that. Uh, you know, we've I, I get a chance to speak uh, to Craig McTavish. Uh, he addresses the media on a re- relatively regular basis. 
Uh, he's around the rink. If you have a quick question for him, you can usually just walk up and ask him. Uh, I get a chance uh, through the PR staff to sometimes get him on the phone. He's accessible, right? He, he's happy. If I'm writing a piece on an element of the Edmonton orders that is under his control, which is almost all of them, he's happy to help a writer be right, right? He's happy to help a writer get the proper take and correct you if you're going off the wrong path. Go, no, 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 spec. I wouldn't say that. This is the way it works. And you know what I'm saying? We all want to be right as writers. That's why we make our phone calls and talk to people. How come Ed Hervey doesn't see that? How come Ed Hervey has absolutely stepped back, done almost zero interviews this year? What's the reason? Well, that's a very good question. I wish one of us had a chance to ask him, but uh, I mean, I see he, he sat down with, uh, with our own Terry Jones, uh, um, you know, recently in the story that came out today and, uh, and had no problem talking after, you know, a pair of back-to-back victories, albeit over the, uh, you know, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So I, it's, and, and yet he was, you know, nowhere to be found over the, over the eight game losing streak before that. So I, I hate to say it's sort of a fair weather thing where, where, uh, you know, you only hear from them in the good times, but that's exactly what it looks like right now, and I, I couldn't give you a reason why. Well, he did speak to Terry Jones on Sports 3 today, uh, and you're right. You know, you're, you're – I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm always of two minds on this as we're joined by Jerry Motijong. In today's world of media, maybe we're talking inside baseball here, but, you know, the world of media today is everyone cries and moans when everybody doesn't get the GM – I'm of the school. If Jonesy gets the GM and no one else gets him, good for Jonesy. That, to me, is strong reporting. But when you only come out and talk after you finally won two games and you only talk to one guy, uh, you're right. If Ed Hervey would now appear a little more accessible around the Edmonton media scene, I think I'd feel a little bit better about it. What's he got to hide? Like, I guess my point is this, Jerry. What, what, what's he hiding from? What's he got to hide? What what? Why doesn't Ed Hervey? What's he afraid of? Very, very good question. I mean, yeah, the, the guy's a, a you know beloved former athlete in this right. very city, well liked uh, by the caliber. media. Everybody knows what what he can do and who he is already. He's he's got to get out of jail free card for you know the next couple of years, no matter what he does. He's already improved the team uh, number one overall by bringing in Mike Riley and beating other teams to the punch on that. I don't yes. know. I don't know what. Uh, you know what there is. I, I, from my perspective, I'd, I'd love to at least be able to talk to him and ask him questions and, and have a little bit more well-rounded uh, things to report uh, from you know both sides, kind of kind of idea. But you know, we can only do what we've uh, what we've got available to us, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's talk about that Eskimos team that plays Toronto on Saturday. Speaking of uh, um, get out of jail free cards, do they do we require the Edmonton Eskimos to beat? Uh, a legitimate CFL team before we're going to believe they're making strides here. Do, do, does does the two wins against Winnipeg need to be um, joined by a win against anybody else <laughs> before we're going to believe in them? Well, well, first of all, Mark, and you know as well as I that those two wins over Winnipeg had to happen for for you know any chance at anything this year. Um, and yeah, you know, following it up against Toronto with the win, especially if. if you know, Montreal loses to Saskatchewan, and that's not guaranteed either after what the Rough Riders have been going through. But uh, that all of a sudden sets up a, a, you know, a game here against Montreal the following week, which has uh, definite playover, you know, playoff crossover implications. And, and all of a sudden, you know, things go well, and, and the Eskimos find themselves, you know, in a spot, and then they just have to ride it out the rest of the year, you know, 
being better than Montreal. But uh, yeah, for, for that to happen, I mean, you know, a win over Toronto here would be huge, uh, especially considering after Toronto and Montreal, they have four games against, uh, you know, Western opponents, two against Saskatchewan, uh, Calgary, and BC, and they haven't beaten a Western opponent yet this year. So there's still plenty to prove for these guys. Haven't beaten a Western opponent yet this year. That's amazing. Um, I'll give you your uh, Canadian Football League standings here. The Edmonton Eskimos are still in last place in the West, of course, at 3-9. and nine. Uh, well, If we ever get to them here, we've got internet issues. Uh, let's do this. Hugh Charles. Uh, in my eyes, when I look at the Eskimos, I think that you, know, you, you, can't, you can't get their best effort, you can't get their best game without number seven in their lineup. To me, he's absolutely integral to that offense. Does he play on Saturday? And am I right uh, with what I say? You're absolutely right with what you say. You've got to have a ground game going. Whether it's Trump, I mean, we we also saw Riley, you know, pick pick up the ground game on his own with uh, you know 113 yards on nine carries in that first tilt against Winnipeg. But uh, Charles, yeah, definitely, he had he had over 80 yards uh, last week in, in in Winnipeg. And you know, once that inside ground game gets going, it really opens up for the passing. And Riley had you know over 400 yards through the air. Yeah. So absolutely, they play off each other. It keeps defense is honest they can't just key in on one area and you can do you know you can open up your playbook a lot more and and just uh, have more options available to you and they certainly need to have that going when they you know face the you know they go from the the worst team in the east division last couple weeks and now turn around have to you know play the tops in toronto argonauts i'll be there you know on a bit of a road swing here so perhaps time is right for for the picking. You, know, you might get the Argos at the right time. That's right. They're coming off a yeah. game, uh, game in Toronto They're, or in Calgary, and they stayed out here in Alberta the whole week, uh, eight and four, 16 points on top of the Eastern Division. Edmonton's got six points at the bottom. Uh, it's I can't think that anyone will have Edmonton favored in this game. Uh, before we let you go, Jerry Motijong, what do you think? Uh, if, if you're putting down your $20 bill this weekend, who are you putting it on? Hey, if it's just twenty bucks, I'll take Edmonton just for the fun of it. But, <laughs> okay, a hundred bucks. <laughs> but, but yeah, if it, if it was the farm, no way, man. Uh, especially, yeah, I don't care if Zach Claros is, uh, you know, just a fresh face in the league. He's four and one since uh, Ricky Ray went down, and you know that just shows you how good those receivers are in that <laughs> offensive line. It's in in Toronto, and things are clicking for those guys. They're defending Grey Cup champions, and they don't seem to have any sort of sense of the championship hangover and. You know, it's uh, it's a tough task in front of the green and gold this week. All right, Jay Mojan, we'll look for your advanced stuff in the sun. Real good work today with Ed Hervey. Uh, well, without Ed Hervey, but right in Ed Hervey. I love the piece. Uh, enjoying your stuff. We'll uh, catch you on Saturday. Thanks a lot, Mark. There you go. Good package in the Eminence Sun today. Uh, Jonesy got Ed Hervey. Uh, Jerry Mojan got after Ed Hervey. Uh, that's a one-two punch if ever I've seen one right there, boys. Breaking the show. 12.34. Checking my Twitter feed to see if there's any fresh news coming out here. Uh, you know, with with Stepan being signed, uh, that's really the last big guy out there, Stepan and Franzen. And uh, we just get news now that the Calgary Flames sent four down. Forwards Michael Furland, Corbin Knight, Max Reinhardt signed to Abbotsford Heat, Keegan Kanzig. Goes back to Victoria Royals. Still have 28 players remaining at camp, so they got to make some moves yet. They're not finished. Under the impression today that they would send down the rest of their people, but they've still got, well, got 28 guys in camp. 
So 12 and 16. So they need to make some moves yet. No word yet on the two guys that interest me out of there. Sean Monahan, do they keep him? Listening to Bob Hartley's quotes after the game last night, uh, he sounded there was some trepidation as to whether Sean Monahan could play at this level. Uh, and uh, Sven Barchi, right, the kid that beat out Yakupov and made it into the TSN top 100 forwards. No, ESPN, ESPN top 100 forwards. My mistake. Uh, does he make that team? I would think that he would. Take a break on the show now. When we come back, let's get into another uh, NHL team as we get going. How about the best NHL team? Chicago Blackhawks won a second Stanley Cup last season, uh, and they come to camp this year. We are going to have Chicago Blackhawks assistant GM Norm McIver talk about the Hawks. Uh, how do you get better from what they did last year? Maybe you just try to repeat. Haven't been one of those for a long time. Up next, the Mark Spector Show. It's Norm McIver, Chicago Blackhawks assistant general manager here. On the Team 1260. Your chance to qualify for the Million Dollar Live Drive is coming up in the next hour. Only from Edmonton Sports Radio, Team 1260. Previously on the Pipeline Show with Dean Millard and Guy Flaming. Brought to you by Performance Paving Services. Court Dwyer is the head coach of the Charlottetown Islanders in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Is there one of your coaches along the way that's kind of helped you become or... Uh, that you would kind of base your coaching style on uh, from when you were a player to now as a coach? You know what? Uh, I can say that, honestly, that, uh, you know, when I played junior hockey, I was fortunate enough to play for a guy named Elaine Vigneault, who's had a pretty good career in the National Hockey League. I always kind of stayed close to him a little bit and kept contact, but he left a real good impression on me, even though I only had him for a short while in junior hockey, but I thought that he had a way. Uh, you know, he's able to teach the game, but he still kept guys pretty honest and, and, and really had a good presence about him. So, The Pipeline Show with Dean Millard and Guy Flaming. Tuesday nights at 7, Saturday mornings at 10 on Edmonton Sports Radio, Team 1260. The Caritas Foundation Lottery is back. It's wow to the max. Over 2,500 prizes worth more than $3.2 million, including a Bennington pontoon boat, travel adventures to Australia and Italy, vehicles, and the grand prize, a $1.8 million Ambleside show home, plus 100000 cash. Last year's Split 50 add-on winner took home over $364,000 tax-free. Wow! Call 888-944-2774 or visit CaritasFoundationLottery.com. License numbers 359938 and 359940. This season, get ready to add to your trophy case with Sports Select Pools and Props. With Pools, you compete against other sports fans in the West, pick the outcome of every game on the Pools card, and if you get the most correct, you win or share the prize pool. Or go head-to-head -head with Props. Two athletes are pitted against each other. Make three to six picks, and if your players win, the payout is yours. <laughs> Be a legend with Sports Select. Pick the winning teams today at your lottery retailer. Set a limit, stay within it. Trophy not included. People want to live independently in their homes, regardless of their age. That's why Alarm Force created Alarm Care. In any emergency, our central station operators can communicate directly with you and contact help. There's no annual contract, free installation and warranty, and only $28 per month. Whether the system is for you or your parents, call today. Call 1-800-267-2001. Alarm Force. Alarm Force is listed on the TSX. 
We've got some major traffic down there, and it looks like it's at an Esso station. Let's check in with our reporter on the ground. Eric, it's exciting. It's electrifying. It's two times Esso extra points on all eligible purchases. Sweet butter biscuits. That's fantastic. It really is. Oh, I'm also getting word you get four times points on extra grade gas and six times points on supreme grade gas, but only until November 11th. Folks, get to your local Esso station for your double Esso extra points. Details at SOExtra.com. This fall, everyone's a winner with Signature Vacations. With over $1 million worth of prizing, everyone who books an all-inclusive winter vacation with Signature wins. All Signature Vacations include Sunwing Airline champagne service with complimentary meals, wine, hot towels, headsets, and in-flight movies. Reserve your spot in the sun today. To book your all-inclusive winter getaway and claim your prize, contact your travel agent or visit Signature.ca. Good morning, Smith. Ciao, Jones. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. Salve. Salvage? Whatever are you talking about? Dobardan. Good lord, man. Are you having a stroke? I don't understand you. Bonjour? Finally, something I recognize. But why are you speaking in tongues? It's just different ways to say hello. <laughs> I thought you were a world traveler, Jones. Oh, I've been around. <laughs> Obviously not as much as me. I guess I win. Honey, pack your bags. We're going on a trip. Why do you do that? You only learn to say those things from the folks at Kingsway Toyota. <laughs> I know, but it's just so fun to mess with him. You're like a child. You know that. A child. <laughs> Toyota means quality in every language, especially their new 2014 Corolla. At Kingsway, they have an amazing staff who speak many languages. Located at 97th Street, just north of the Yellowhead. Or check them out online at kingswaytoyota.com. Kingsway Toyota. We speak your language. And now, my big yap with Yukon Jack. I've been to Thailand, Scotland, Amsterdam, Disneyland. But my favorite place that I've ever been is where I get to go every day. Home. It's my happy place. It's where my family is. It's where Paul isn't. My pets are there. My lawn, my garage, my shuffleboard table. I close that gate behind me and the outside world matters none. I've even gone as far as declaring my home a national park. I have full say over the land. I say what's allowed and not, who's permitted on the property and what happens on the property. And I'm allowed this level of autonomy because I own it. I pay the bills. It's mine. If you rent, sorry, bud, but you don't get those perks. Your landlord does. I don't know if this will be a popular opinion, but renters have too much power. You need proof? Look at this fart launcher in Calgary who's moved into a retired lady's duplex, refused to pay rent, changed the locks, and now refuses to leave. He claims to be a, quote, freeman on the land and has declared the property as an embassy, as part of a sovereign movement. He does not recognize nor does he obey the laws of Canada. Freeman on the land, huh? No. You're a squatter, dude, and a right loser to boot eating up a sweet old retired woman's income for two years. Two years she's been trying to ditch this loser with no help because renters have all the rights. Call him what you want, squatter, freeman on the land. In Scotland, they call them pikeys, jippos, travelers, gypsies, and they suck. They're a criminal plague of swindlers and con men that interpret, pick, and choose the laws to suit their selfish needs. They're deadbeat, parasite losers. 
You don't want to abide by the laws that regulate our society? Fine. Then leave our society. Grab your periwinkle blue caravan and go squat in the forest, loser. Go squat in the tundra. Go live like an animal if you want to act like one. In the meantime, I'll just shut my big yap. Catch my big yap with Yukon Jack. Weekday mornings on our brother station. 100.3, The Bear. 100. Want to be heard? Text SPEC at 10 The Mark Spector Show. Only on Edmonton Sports Radio, Team 1260. again uh, getting a little cool that's because it's hockey season it's supposed to be getting cool this time of year folks that's a deal hey let's go to chicago still some nice weather down there i was watching the cubs highlights the other night in fact i thought i saw norm mckiver in the crowd you've been to a cubs game lately norm <laughs> no, no i haven't mark i haven't <laughs> been i don't think i've been to one since uh well no i right i was in uh in the middle of july we went to a game we had during our prospect camp yeah. Uh, we actually brought the prospects to a baseball game one night, and it was the Cubs and the Angels, I believe. Well, I happened to go down to a baseball diamond here in St. Albert, Alberta, uh, and the Stanley Cup was there, courtesy of one Ryan Stanton, uh, who brought it down there for everybody to put their babies in and have their pictures taken. And, and it was a reminder of an organization that's won two Stanley Cups in the last four years. Your Chicago Blackhawks were joined by Normie McIver, the assistant GM of the team, and, of course, a former Oiler. Um Talk to me about you've built, been around teams that are building. You've been around teams with lots of needs. Now you're around a team that doesn't have a lot of needs. You just won another Stanley Cup. But it doesn't mean you, you don't work as hard, and it doesn't mean you don't still try to improve. What are the differences, you know, comparing the teams in, in like the team in Edmonton that needs work and trying to build a team that's already on top? What are your concerns down there? Well, obviously, our you know our concerns are are, are staying where we are. Um, you know, the the good thing about us, at least right now, is we're still fairly young. The core group of guys are still fairly young, and for the most part, um, you know, Stan Bowman has done a real nice job in terms of locking up a lot of these guys. Now, obviously, we still have a couple guys that uh, are going to need extensions here in the next couple of years. Those being the obvious ones, Taves and Kane. But, uh, you know, we have locked up some guys for an extended period of time, so we feel very comfortable with the core that we have. And, uh, you know, we've been very fortunate, obviously, you know, some good drafting. But, uh, but the other thing uh, that's happened, as we all are aware, especially in the salary cap world, is that salary cap changes. And any time it goes down like it is this year, you know, you're going to have to make changes. So, you know, we lost, um, you know, some good players off our Stanley Cup team last year and, and three guys that were regulars in the in the playoffs and David Bolin and, and Victor Stalberry and Michael Froelich and as well as uh, obviously Ray Emery, who was our, our backup goalie. So, you know, the concern for us is, is we've got to keep replacing good hockey players. And when you have a good team and you have success, um, you know, you guys are going to have to be paid. And <laughs> when you have to pay these players, then you run into cap issues. So our concerns obviously are, making sure that our, our core players are uh, in a good position financially. And then we've got to, if we have to replace players, we have to do a real diligent job of replacing them with quality players. And I think 
Um, you know, you look back to 2010, we, I think it was 11 players off that team that were no longer there. They were gone the next year. Yeah. And so, you know, we couldn't just do it overnight. And, uh, but I think we've done a nice job of replacing those guys with, with some, some pretty good players that we were able to pick up in trades, but also, uh, through the draft. And a lot of those drafts were because we were able to acquire assets, uh, when we moved those players from the Stanley Cup team. So it's kind of a long answer here, Mark, but I guess the biggest thing for us is just trying to maintain it and trying to replace the pieces that we're going to, you know, that we're going to continue to lose. Well, the key is not to lose too many at the same time because then you can work with it. Right, I look, exactly. I look at your salary structure and you're in great shape. The big ones, Kane and Taves, are both due up not after this season but after next season. So you got some time here. Uh, the only guys that are UFAs after this season are Michael Hanzus, Brandon Bolig. Uh, you know, Brooke Bank on the back end and Happy Bull in your backup goalie. Those are four names that are, are important to your team, but not going to break your bank and not irreplaceable if you can't afford them. So, uh, and then a few more RFAs, younger guys again, that are coming off a pretty small number. So it's kind of funny because your your Chicago Blackhawks will go down in history as the team that, that the salary cap system, you know, blew to smithereens after 2010. And now you win another cup last year, and I look at your thing. You clearly learned from the mistakes made in 2010. You guys look very well prepared to handle any kind of cap crunch now. Well, I think so, and I think we are, Mark. I mean, uh, like you said, when you look at it, you know, the the guys that are up this year, obviously Michael Hanzus, he's just on a one-year deal. He came in last year, did a great job for us, and we were, you know, thrilled to have him back this year. But, uh, you know, he's on a, he's on a lower Making a million bucks. A one-year deal. Yeah. Right. And a very valuable player for us. And, you know, I think the important thing for us is, um, you know, we realize, I think the, the real success of our team over the years, certainly lately, obviously we've got real good forwards. But to me, maybe I'm biased because I'm a former defenseman, but I just think our defense has been the key for us. And the fact that, uh, you know, we have those guys locked up for not only this year, but for next year, the six guys that were you know, our main six uh, for last year in the playoffs, you know, we have them locked up for this year and next year. So for me, that's extremely important for us moving forward. We know that, uh, you know, obviously provided we, we stay fairly healthy, we're going to have a very solid back end, which, you know, if you can have a very solid defense in the National Hockey League, you're going to have a lot of success. Uh, Norm McIver, assistant GM for the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, with us here in the Mark Spector Show. Danny Carcillo, you did lose as well. Spent some time on the injured list. He's in L.A. now. Uh, that element... You know, we, we're, I'm in a town there. They just signed Steve McIntyre to play for him. Uh, so, obviously, the whole fighting and, and disturbing and, and deterrent element's been hot in conversation here, Norm. Uh, you have a bigger team that's not in need of one big super heavyweight, but you always kept around a guy like Danny Carcillo just to stir the pot, just to... I think you might have told me once, if he's going to be in the league, he should be on our team, not someone else's. <laughs> uh, what do you do without him, and how does it change your team? And is that an element that you fear you might miss a little of? Well, you know, Danny, um, you know, Danny is the kind of player that, uh, you know, when, when you're in the opposing locker room, you're taking notice. You know that, that Danny's in the lineup and he's playing, and you, you're aware. And there's players like that throughout the league. Um, but I think what happened last year, you know, Danny, he had, you know, a little bit of an injury bug last year and didn't, didn't play that many games for us and played a little bit in the playoffs. It wasn't a real regular player for us in the playoffs and, you know, sure. We're going to miss him, but, um, you know, we have a kid, uh, Brandon Bullock, who, 
who uh, you know he's a pretty he's a pretty tough customer in, in, in his own right. But I think with our team, you know, the, the strength of our team is, is we play a puck possession game, and and we're not always, you know, it's it's more of you know we want to attack you with the puck, and we want to keep coming at you with the puck. And we don't have it. Well, we want to you know we want to try to get it back as quick as you can. We're not we don't play a you know in your face overly physical type of game, and we're not overly confrontational, but. In saying that, you still need to have someone there to make sure that uh, the other team stays honest. And, uh, you know, I think we have a fair amount of team size. And, uh, you know, I think we're, I think we're pretty good that, that way. And, and obviously, Brandon Bullock uh, is, a, is a part of that. But, uh, you know, Brian Bickle's a big, strong kid. Hansus is a big man. Jonathan Taves is not small. Host is strong. Um, Saad's a big kid. So we have good size. We're not, you know, we're not a. a a fighting team or anything by that means, but we have size and uh, strength and, uh, you know, so I think the, that element, um, you know, we're just fine. I, you know, I think, you know, it's funny looking back at last year's playoffs. And I think when we played Los Angeles, I think I heard a lot of people saying, well, you know, they're going to be real physical against you guys and, and try to intimidate you. And, but, you know, our guys just played their game. And then uh, we heard the same thing when we were going to go into Boston and, uh, you know, the Didn't big happen. bad Bruins and the other physical and, but, uh, you know, we have enough overall size and strength and the way we play. Uh, we have a very determined team, and um, so I, I think we're fine. I, I don't really see the – I think we're, we're in pretty good shape in terms of our, our overall size. Nick Habibulin, I see down there, uh, came off a four-year deal with the Edmonton Oilers. I think at this stage of his career, he's in a perfect spot now. Uh, he, he morphed into that backup role behind Devin Dubnik here last year in Edmonton. Um, and, you know, let's face it, he's got a ton of miles on him. There's still a good goalie in there as long as you don't have him to count on him to play 45 games. Uh, does he work chemistry-wise, uh, ability-wise? Seems to me a nice fit behind Corey Crawford in your nets. Well, we certainly think so. Um, so far, so good. I mean, you know, I, I personally know Nick. I was a teammate of his for three years, so I've known Nick for a long time. And uh, but even you know, since the first day of training camp, it's been a seamless transition for him in the dressing room. Um, I mean, you know, you, the, the guys in Edmonton have been around him, know what kind of person he is, and and he just he's been great, and he understands uh, his role. He obviously is aware of what Corey's done and and what the expectations are, and um, you know, we hope he stays healthy, and we hope he contributes, and and uh, we're confident that he can. And uh, like you said, Mark, I think that. Uh, He's in a great situation, uh, and, you know, he's not going to be relied upon to be the number one guy if, if Corey's healthy. Uh, we expect Nick to play and, um, and and contribute when he does play, but we think it's a, it's a real good role for him. Uh, for sure. Hey, uh, Norm McIver, thanks for spending a little bit of time with us. Pleasure chatting with you, and I guess I'll likely run into you in a press box to be named later here. <laughs> Sounds good, Mark. I look forward to it. <laughs> thanks, Normie. There you go, Norm McIver. Good guy. Played in a defensive pairing with uh, Dave Manson back in the Oilers days. There's a well-protected guy. Charlie, everyone, no one wanted any part of Dave Manson. He was one of the toughest, meanest characters out there and a really good player in his day. A really good player. But was feared universally in the National Hockey League. Take a break in the show. When we come back, we're going to do an open segment, I believe. Is that what we have on our schedule that you have laid out for us here, Matawanek? Yes, indeed, an open segment, which means you can phone in, and uh, we'll talk about whatever you want. Four, 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 twelve, sixty is the brand new number that I have committed to memory here on the team. Twelve sixty, four, 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 twelve sixty. Text us at ten, twelve sixty. I don't know if you're buying any of this heavyweight stuff, 
Uh, Norman McIver just said they got a pretty tough team there. They don't need one. We'll see. I don't think they do either because they have a pretty tough team. The Oilers don't have a pretty tough team. I think they do need one. Hey, tell me what you think. Open line coming up next here on the Mark Spector Show. Your chance to qualify for the million-dollar live drive is coming up in 30 minutes. Only from Edmonton Sports Radio, Team 1260. Join Team 1260 at a different Canadian brew house location each week for Thursday night football. You could win an NFL jersey and enter to win the grand prize trip for two on the Bud Plane to see Super Bowl 48 in New York. Check out the team1260.com to find out where we'll be. Plus, listen to Nielsen and Fraser for your chance to win $25 gift cards for the Canadian brew house. Thursday night football lives at the Canadian brew house with Edmonton Sports Radio Team 1260. Rock and Rick from Axe Music, Light, Sound, and Video, the Rebel Music Store. Parents might not think you can make a living playing music. Uh, ever heard of Elvis? Rich. Well, dead too. But man, if he was alive, he'd be so rich. Well, music makes you richer, and Axe can help. That's science. Axe is busting at the seams with Canada's best selection and guaranteed lowest prices on your next instrument. Join the rebellion. AxeMusic.com Scott here from Sherwood Dodge. You know, you always hear that fall is a great time to buy, and it's true. Our year-end clear-out includes diesels up to 17 grand off. Top-of-the-line Laramie 1500 4x4 with the all-new 8-speed transmission for under 39000 or a nicely loaded half-ton quad-cab Hemi 4x4 under 30000 A Chrysler 200, 17.5. Winter's coming, and we have over 250 Jeeps in stock and price to sell. Sherwood Dodge, price right, right up front. Right now, you can get 15 cans or 12 bottles of Miller Genuine Draft for a great price. Choosing premium beer for a great value? Smart. So smart, you might find yourself making other fiscally wise decisions, like taking an important first step toward early retirement. Or the next time you're out with a guy saying, hey guys, don't worry, I got this. Part of the tip. You can get 15 cans or 12 bottles of smooth tasting MGD for a great price. It's a smart thing to do at participating stores while supplies last. Smart. There's been a lot of noise about Canada's wireless industry. The fact is, Canadians pay some of the highest wireless rates in the developed world. And our largest wireless companies hold 85% of the airwaves. It's time to talk about what's really best for Canadians for a change. More choice, lower prices, better service. Visit canada.ca slash more choices. A message from the Government of Canada. Lace them up and hit the ice with Bodog.net, your trusted source for sports odds. Take in all of the fast-paced action with the latest hockey lines, futures, and props. Chicago is riding high after last year's triumph and remain one of the favorites to win it all this year. Think they've got what it takes to hoist the cup yet again? With this year's realigned divisions, new rivalries will be formed while old ones will be renewed. Aim top shelf and light the lamp with Bodog.net. Don't forget to check them out on Facebook to score great prizes and special giveaways. The RBC Six Dollar Small Business Account. Make every dollar count. Are you a business owner looking to save big on your banking? Choose the RBC Six Dollar Small Business Account. It's flexible. Bank how you want, as much as you want, and get automatic discounts. Plus, there's no minimum balance required because hey, every dollar counts. Starting with six. The RBC Six Dollar Small Business Account. Make every RBC.com slash six. RBC, advice you can bank on. 
Hockey is your passion. You got that right. Nobody knows the game better than you. I'm the wizard of ice. Well, Dorothy, this is your chance to prove it. The Bet365 Hockey Bankroll Contest is back. Each week of the season, 1000 bucks is up for grabs. And like all Bet365 contests, it's free to join. Got an underdog you think is a lock? Think the home team will let their guard down after a long road trip? Showcase your hockey knowledge and sign up today at bet365.net. It's too easy. The Mitsubishi seat sale is back. And like always, it's going to pass by quickly. Like grade 7 romance kind of quickly. I can't believe you forgot our one-week anniversary is over, Todd. Oh, but Lisa, you're my everything. Oh, yeah? Then I want a ring on this finger by recess. Until September 30th, get up to a $1,000 gas card on new vehicle purchases and 0% purchase financing for up to 84 months on most 2013 models. So get here quick with deals this good. It must be the Mitsubishi seat sale. On approved credits to your local dealer or visit Mitsubishi. 